0: 500 vehicles to sell, 500 ways to save. One month only at Bill Penny Toyota during Mega Memorial Month, now through May 31st. That means mega deals on your favorite Toyota models from Alabama's number one volume Toyota dealer. And don't forget, every new vehicle comes with our 10-year unlimited warranty. Plus, enjoy the rest of our awesome penny perks. Visit BuildPennyToyota.com during Mega Memorial Month. Number one based on 2018 total new Toyota retail sales in Alabama for Southeast Toyota distributors. Warranty valid through 10th year of ownership on new vehicles only. See dealer for details.
2: Fourth of July to everybody in America or whatever. Um, <clears throat> I uh, was talking to my husband about this and how people are uh, posting flags and stuff on the on Facebook, and I I hadn't posted any. And I and he asked me, you know, why it bothered me, and I was like, you know, it's actually pretty hard to be patriotic when you're deeply ashamed. Of how your country was founded, you know, genocide and on the back of slaves, it, it, it's it's difficult to be proud of that. To be proud of how our country was built and how our wealth was gathered and and the anyway, <clears throat> that's difficult. Uh, I'm actually uh one third American Indian, Cherokee, if you're interested in knowing that uh, and it's just difficult to uh to conceptualize that whole pride in in America when you when you realize just how heinous the foundation of our country was and and I don't just mean slavery and I don't just mean how the Chinese were brought here to build our railroad system, and you know I also mean how Amer- American Indians were basically murdered left, right, and center, and stolen from, and it's just difficult to to be to be proud of that. And so that's all I'm saying. And I don't want to harp on it all night. I actually didn't know what I was going to talk about. I really didn't, and I I was sitting here, and just even like 30 seconds ago, I had no idea what I was going to talk about. And then I remember this article that I posted on um, my Facebook today, and uh, I got it from Xanth Walter, when she posted it on her Facebook. And it's called Free Your Mind, Your Crotch Will Follow, and it's on um, Huffington Post. And I'm going to post a link to it in the chat room. And I'll post a link to it on the topic uh, summary section after the radio show. So if you're on the podcast, you should be seeing a link there. Um, if you're wa- if you're listening to the podcast a week from now or whenever, you will see a link there talking about this article. Anyways, and basically what the article is talking about is how, um, in some ways, being the bottom, being a person who takes it up the ass is seen as shameful or less manly by some. And it boils down to and this person says it point blank in the article, bottoming makes you a woman. He said this. Now, he wasn't saying he agreed with it. He was saying that that the idea was that if you're a man and you're taking it up the ass, then you are the woman in the relationship. And for some people, apparently being a woman is a terrible thing. Who knew? Who knew? And, you know, there's lots of ways you can talk about penetration, and especially sexual penetration, and how, um, how the kind of sex you have makes you who you are, but it's not, uh, and I said this once before, and I got in a whole lot of trouble for it, I said it on my live journal when I said that your sexuality is fundamental to who you are, the kind of sex you have is fundamental, whether you have no sex, or all the sex, or whether you have sex with many people, or no people, or one person, or just by yourself, or if you're gay, or you're straight, or you're bisexual, and if you have a man and a woman as a lover, and if you only have a man, or if you're a man and you only take it up the ass, and that's the only thing you like, is to be fucked, which I appreciate because I like to be fucked, but whatever it is, ever how you approach your sexuality, that is fundamental to your character, and why I said this was I was talking about, um, in fan fiction and writing straight characters as gay is when you make somebody gay it changes them in a fundamental way. You can't make a character who's straight gay and not have that change ripple throughout their life because sex is the biggest instinctual drive humans have outside of survival. Survival... We eat, we breathe, we fuck. That's what humans do at our basic level. That that's what it is. And the article was very interesting because it talks about uh that for some people, the worst for for some men, the worst thing you can say about a gay man is to call him a bottom. And that's just ugly i'm not saying that every gay every gay man believes this or um accepts this as reality or whatever it's just the article is talking about the perception of it and the fact of the matter is is that the act of penetrating penetration can be seen as an act of dominance but it's not always an act of dominance really isn't and you can talk about power bottoms and topping from the bottom or for, in every which way you'd like to talk about it, but it doesn't change the fact that... Um, I think that the intimacy of sex and kind of gets lost in these role assignments like, you know, I'm a top, I'm a bottom, I'm a dom, I'm a sub. And you forget the physicality of sex and the intimacy that is created when two people share their bodies, no matter how they share their bodies, whether it's uh, penetrative sex or not, whether it's just oral sex or whether it's two men or two women or a man and a woman or two men and a woman or two women and a man, whatever it is. Whatever it is. um, You go into a sexual relationship to satisfy physical and, in some cases, emotional needs. And and if you approach it in such a way that your needs trump your partner's needs, of course your partner's role in that event is going to mean less to you. So it's easy to degrade them. So if you're someone who is a top You might find less value in someone who exclusively bottoms and their pleasure might be secondary to you. If you enter into a relationship, oh, oh, Lord. Um, Sometimes the chat room can be really distracting. If you enter into the relationship thinking that your um, pleasure is more important than your partner's, Azor says in the chat room, or one man tensionally a donkey in a vat of marmalade. And Demon Cat immediately responds, ooh, marmalade? Like that was the part of that sentence that, really? Because you know what? From my point of view, the donkey might be misplaced. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Orange marmalade or not. It's probably the donkey. Okay? The donkey. That's one lucky man. I hope he has lost stamina. And Viagra. Speaking of Viagra, the the uh, decision from Hobby Lobby came down this week. And, of course, you know, they decided that Hobby Lobby has the right to tell a woman if she can have birth control or not. And um, Sure, okay, right. Uh, but they're still covering vasectomies for men and Viagra. For men, obviously, but both of these things are for men. Now, here's the thing. They're basing their discouragement of four types of birth control, among them the IUD, on the idea that these birth control methods actually cause abortions. It's like they're fundamentally incapable of understanding that contraception actually means to prevent a pregnancy. That's what it does. An IUD doesn't abort, prevents pregnancy. You have these people in the world who are incapable of using logic, accepting science, or really understanding any point of view that does not mesh with their beliefs. So they ignore it whether it's climate science or reproductive issues, or the fact that even if they are Christian, they don't have the right to press their beliefs on me and you. I look forward to the first Scientology-owned business who comes forth and says they're not going to pay for their employees to have antidepressants. Looking so forward to it, I can't even tell you. Jehovah's Witnesses don't allow blood transfusions, don't believe in them, don't think they're right, think they're uh, blasphemy and it's a sin against God. So I can't wait for the first Jehovah's Witness-owned business to come out and say, hey, to their employees, if you're in a life and death situation and you're in a car accident and you need a blood transfusion, you can get one, but we're not paying for it. Just let you know. Just let you should know. Because that's what it boils down to. And it's not just about birth control. And this ruling isn't just for Christians, which is what the people at Hobby Lobby seem to think, that it's just for them, that it's just for Christians. But that's not how the law works. Also, they're stupid. I'm sorry, I try not to to make references to people's intelligence, but there comes a point when you have to say, if you are incapable of believing in established, proven science, if you refuse to acknowledge what science tells you, and instead depend on a book that's been translated hundreds of times from the original language over many, I don't even know what, thousands of years. If this is what you choose to believe in, I think you're a fucking moron, okay? You are a fucking moron. And the only thing worse than a fundamental Christian is a fundamental Christian Republican. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Why don't you take your ass somewhere else and make your own country and leave the rest of us alone? You know what? Here's what we do. Here's what we do. We need to lobby Congress for two things. One, they need to remove the warning labels from everything. Two, they need to make it illegal to sue if you do something stupid with a product and get yourself killed because there was no warning label. And then we need to let natural selection sort it out. I'm just saying. Because these people are the same ones who don't believe in climate change, right? When 98% of the scientists on the goddamn planet are saying that we have a climate problem that has been caused by mankind and these fucking morons refuse to believe it, they're too dumb to live. Because they are exactly that person that would blow dry their hair in the shower. So let's take the warning labels off the shit we buy and sell and let nature sort them out. It may be cruel, but sometimes you got to be cruel to be kind. And at this point, I really do think it should be survival of the fittest because there's not room on this planet for all the idiots that are currently here. I'm just saying. I'm not advocating we go out and kill them. I'm just saying we should let them go on about their stupid, idiotic way until they kill themselves. I mean, you know, I think we can actually trace back the invention of the warning label to the rate of stupid people coming up into this world. Because warning labels, stupid people, I mean, warning labels became really popular in the 70s and 80s. And that's about the right, you know, when we stopped being all that inventive. You know, you you sense how the iPad, cell phones, We were on the fucking moon in the 60s. Why aren't we on Mars now? Dumb people. Dumb people. That's right. Here's your sign. There are a lot of dumb people. in our government, and most of them have too much money. Because the only thing worse, than a fundamental Christian Republican is a rich fundamental Christian Republican. I'm just saying. (sighs) So, you know, I'm kind of bitchy, in case that wasn't obvious. Um, I don't even know what to do about it. And, uh, you know, so there was that article on, um, on a, to post, and it was really interesting, and I really enjoyed uh the perspective and that reminds me a long time ago and I can't find it now. it might have been deleted not a long time ago, like months ago, like two or three months ago um <laughs> I have two callers on the hold I'll uh pick you guys up in a minute and um I was reading on live journal, and there was this guy uh and he uh was talking about how fan fiction writers get gay sex wrong and how um, anal sex always hurts. It's never pleasurable. And uh, and he was telling this from a gay person's point of view and that there was no preparation and um, that uh, the amount of lubrication that fan fiction writers use uh, is wrong. And he also said that we write the male orgasm wrong. I'm going to dismiss everything he said before that last part. I would really like a man to write me an essay on what it's like to come. So all my male minions, you take a moment of your time. And you don't have to put it on your live journal or on your WordPress or on your Facebook. But if you could send me an email letting me know what it's like to come with a dick, I would appreciate it, because I want to know. If I'm writing it wrong, I really want to know. I mean, because, you know, for a woman, an orgasm kind of builds... In, for me, I mean, I think we're all a little bit different. Um, it kind of builds in the back, and... um and then the, I can't. It's kind of difficult to explain, and, and you kind of, hate and things get heated in the belly, like really low, and then there's like this rush of, of heat, all over, everywhere, kind of for me. And um, then muscles get really tight, and it's awesome. But I'm really, especially interested in what it's like for a man. I just, I, I want to know. Um, you know, if I'm doing it wrong. I, I want to know how to do it. I think that would be a lot of fun to know. Uh, Because obviously we don't come the same. And uh, and I probably do tend to write it from a woman's point of view because that's the only experience that I've got. I don't actually have a dick. Well, not in reality. I do have a very awesome fantasy one. That's right. That's right. And if I had a dick, it would be huge. I have a couple in my drawer. I'm not sure that counts. Because they don't actually, you know, give me any feedback or stimulation. Well, nah, let me rephrase that. They don't give me any feedback if I were to use it on somebody else. How about that?
1: Hmm.
2: Anyways, <clears throat> I've got two callers. I'm going to pick up Meeny, meeny, meeny,
1: moe. This hey, is this Kara.
3: Me.
1: Hi. This y- is Kaz. it's you.
2: Hello. Hi Kaz, how are you?
3: I'm all right, I'm at work. Recovering from the sea lights me. from the fireworks.
2: <laughs> Did you have fun?
3: I just watched it from my front yard. Uh I got the dogs walked real quick and as soon as the boom started I got them in and went out in the yard and watched it from the front
2: and now you're listening to me
3: yeah (laughs) well I came into the house and despite having the TV on really loud so they wouldn't hear the booms I found Mm -hmm. both dogs and both kittens huddled underneath my bed the dogs were actually around the kittens like they were protecting them
4: aww uh, that's so sweet
3: I know know, and I was like usually you guys can't stand each other
2: (laughs) my boys have separate crates currently they're in the same one when mm-hmm. I brought them in, um, they were both really upset. And uh, we'd been out barbecuing earlier, and we'd been bringing them in and out all day. We have a couple of teenagers on our block who have been putting off um, those, what what you call it, M50s or whatever, those big ones. those M- big, really, M80s. Yeah, M80s, yeah. And um, so they're both nervous wrecks, and they got in the same crate.
1: Poor baby. <laughs> so I just <laughs>
2: left them in there. Yeah, they're just in there. Uh, but... Uh, <clears throat> So, you know, I had no topic for the evening.
1: None. I was part of
3: it. I tried to listen in um, through uh, Safari, but apparently it decided all of a sudden I needed a flash. So I figured I'd call in and just oh, listen well, that yeah. way. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, so I don't really
2: have um, a topic. I've been, I've been going back and forth between, um, you know, Hobby Lobby and gay sex oh. because that's a combination.
3: Oh, God. <laughs> uh, okay. I want to strangle people to Hobby Lobby.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. I got so mad when the decision came down. And then there was this second decision that came down also this week on the same topic. Just, and it's yeah, just infuriating. Yeah, I just, a Christian college
3: or something like that, I yeah. just saw it before yeah. I came to work. And I was like, oh, my fucking God.
2: I know, right? Yeah. I know.
3: And I was it's like, terrible. Oh, this is going to have no, no um, domino effect. Bullshit.
2: Yeah, bullshit. And see, and that, that's the thing, is the, the decision is so far-reaching, and it has so many implications, that they're not taking into effect. And mm-hmm. even though, you know, our our badass bitch Ruth tried to make them see, they didn't see. They didn't pay attention. And, you know, it, God, it could make me, if anything could put me in a, a watch, a, a, a clock tower, with a sniper rifle, this is probably it. I am tired of men making decisions for women like they have the right to. I am so fucking tired of it.
1: I, know, and, I am um, tired of
2: the Republican like, Party being in my vagina. It's none of your business.
3: Well, like, um, I've had people ask me, well, do you believe in the Bible? I'm like, no, because it's written by a misogynistic man who voted on it by committee. And whoever was paid the highest got their book in. Right. Fuck that. And my mom's like, that is so, yeah, you know, that's so sacrilegious. I'm like, mom, you believe what you want. I'll believe what I want. And, you know, the twigs will not never meet. <laughs> you, know? you know, I have my own religion, and I don't push it on nobody else. I, you know, if somebody's interested in it, then I'll talk about it. But I don't. I don't have any religion. I don't
2: have any well, religion, but that's pretty well known. Um, my yeah. aunt. Holy Roller is always on me about it. And I told her once, and I I really mean this, I said, look, I don't believe in God. But if your God exists, he made me, and nothing I do or say is a surprise.
3: Yeah, exactly. And I call my mom the Holy Roller, too. She used to have a six-foot cross in her front yard that she put Christmas lights on every year. Good Lord. (laughs) Good Lord, that's terrible. (laughs) And I had, I mean, yeah, I'm saying this black girl once she, she saw it, and she goes, what is that? I was like, my mom's really, really religious. <laughs> so I was like, it's not what you think. <laughs> she lights it up at Christmas, and she's like, your mom's weird. I said, yeah. She's a... Yeah, that's
1: other? just <laughs> terrible. That's just terrible. Yeah. I don't
2: understand that whole point about glorifying the crucifixion, but if that actually happened, there... Fetishizing, fetishizing. They're—I don't know what they're doing. They're—they're. It's kind of deviant. Their fascination with the crucifixion—if it actually happened—if their um, savior was actually crucified, really.
3: Yeah, um, there's a comedian. (laughs) He passed away, unfortunately. uh, Bill Hicks. He talked about that, and he's like, "You know, Jesus ain't gonna—you know—he's really gonna love coming down back down if he comes down." And he's gonna see the symbol, you know, of what he died on. He's like, what are you gonna do? John F. Kennedy comes back, and you're gonna, know, you know, have a little sniper rifle pointed at him. Say, I, I believe in you. Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: creepy. It's creepy. He's,
3: yeah. It's he said it a lot better. He said it a lot better than I did. But yeah, you know, um, look up some of his clips on YouTube. He is hilarious. And he's, unfortunately, he passed away from cancer some years ago. But he was way ahead of his time. I mean some of the shit he talks about you know, is relevant today.
2: I have a nephew who, um he's thirteen this year. Uh fourteen in September. He's fourteen in September. Uh and he <laughs> Yes, yes, Padawan. He re he, he's on the fence, he's agnostic, I would say, and and I'm not sure how much of this is my fault because I don't tend to hold back when I'm around family, and he's very attached to me, and so I don't know how much of this is actually my fault or what, but I get blamed for it a lot, and um, my aunt Holy Roller, we were all gathered around, and she was talking to him about going to her church, and he's like, I'm not going to your church. And he was, she's like, why not? You need to go to my church. And he's like, I'm not going to your church. He said, I don't know what would be worse, the zombie roaster for the snake handling. <laughs> that's great. And everybody in the room turned and looked at me. I said, what? No, that is not my fault. I, but that's funny as hell because hell, that was really funny. That was some funny yeah. shit, and I was laughing, and then I got I got you know lectured, but that wasn't my fault. I've never called it zombie worship before, but it's true. <laughs>
1: uh,
3: it's pretty much yeah. And um, mm. one time my my mother's preacher, uh, it's one of the few female preachers in her church system or whatever you want to call it, um, her sect.
1: <laughs>
3: um, her and sect. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, was she? She used to be Southern Baptist, and then she started going to, like, church in the Nazarene, and they'd talk in tongues, and it freaks me out. But, oh, that um, is so
2: creepy, right? Have you ever seen that happen? Oh, yes. My
3: ex-husband used to force me to go to different freaky. churches, and one of them was Pentecostal. I was like, get me out of
1: here.
2: Am I at Holy Ghost Pentecostal? It, it's freaky. She's, she's, she's free Pentecostal, whatever that means, something like that. Free holiness. Pentecostal Ooh. craziness. That is craziness, and I don't. And I'm not actually kidding about the snake handling. I'm not kidding about that when I say it. She, her church actually does handle snakes. I mean, they've never done it in front of me, but I know it happens at their backwoods tent revivals where no one can see. It's actually illegal in um, my, our state to handle snakes?
1: Yeah, but, yeah I um, saw that.
2: That doesn't mean it doesn't happen. They just the, oh, they God, just yeah. do it outside their church. Yeah, And there's this um, whole, um, Sybil asked about what is it with snakes. There's a line in the Old Testament about handling serpents, and if you're faithful to God, you can handle serpents um, serpents without being, you know, without dying for it, basically. It's a yeah. test of faith.
3: And um, her, this particular preacher, she's like, how can your daughter, you know, the rest of the family went to church with my mom. And she's like, well, why doesn't your daughter go? And she says, actually, uh, she probably knows more about the Bible than most of the deacons do. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I read it, I read it like, you know, historical thing, you know, and or, not really historical, but, you know what I mean, it's just interesting. I used to read all sorts of storybook Bibles as a kid, and could never could understand the regular Bible with all the Z in the noun, so I suck to storybook ones.
1: But um,
2: It's interesting but I, um, as an allegory, you know, a, uh, of man, and, and, and you can see the transitions that that happened. Especially if you look at different translations of the Holy Bible, you can tell um, how it's been influenced as it's yeah, been and, rewritten over and over again.
3: And I'm not positive on this, but um, from what I remember reading, like the Celtics, they had, um, held women in high esteem. And you know, they were warriors that went to battle side by side with the men. They were also leaders other clans, but until they started bringing Christianity in, that's when it all changed. And, you know, suddenly well, women weren't good enough to do anything. I've, I've
2: long said that religion is, is a, a cudgel, and it is used to oppress women, and um, maybe that's one reason why, as the older I get, the less patient I am with religion, because I see how... These young women get treated around the world, and how these children get forced into marriage because of religion, and
1: yeah.
2: and the ignorance that comes with it. And I'm I'm sorry, that's what it. And it's not even like it's purposeful ignorance. It's when you ignore the rest of the world around you in order to so that you can maintain your faith. Then there's a problem when you're, with your faith. When your faith can't hold up. To the world around you There is a reason why people don't Worship Zeus anymore
1: Yeah,
3: Wholesale
2: I mean and, there are some people who do worship Zeus I'm not saying there's not Or Odin But it's not wholesale
3: Yeah and um, my, One of my nephews uh, He's 20 now But um, when he was like 4 or 5 We were sitting back watching an episode of ER And after it was over Yeah you know, I'm crying Because that show could always make me cry like a little bitch and, um, I'm for real Especially if it, had, if it had something to do with children I'd end up crying yeah. I couldn't help it and, um, But we're sitting there And I'm trying to wipe those tears away And, and Harley looks at me and He's, I don't think there's a God I mean, uh, remember, he's four or five And he'd always freak me out With these little philosophical things like this his whole childhood But I was like, why do you say that? And he said, well, if there was There wouldn't be all this hurting in the world I was like, well, that's something adults have been trying to figure out for themselves their whole lives. I was like, the best thing to do is ask questions. You go to church with your Nana, ask the preacher, ask your Sunday school teacher, and eventually you'll find your answer on whether you want to believe in God or not. And eventually, you know, apparently about 14, he's like, I'm going to get baptized. I was like, if it makes you happy, go for it, you know? Yeah. And I've had several good friends. Uh, that are very devoutly religious. They don't push the religion on people, and but what they do is they use it as an, as an example on how to lead a good life, and that's what I think. The one thing I think the Bible's good for for individuals. The whole scale, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, still, On the other hand, you don't try to push your particular religion on other people. You don't try to force your beliefs on other people. You don't try, you know, use it as an excuse to domineer other people, you know. And if you do, it's
2: actually I'll <laughs> against their Bible when they do. They're not supposed to do that. I mean, it's supposed to be, you're supposed to, you know, prayer is supposed to be private. And you aren't supposed yeah, and, to force your religion on other people per the Bible. That's in the Bible. But I had an uncle to... Um, To preach to people. Mm
1: hmm
2: And um, he's very annoying. He's very annoying. I avoid him at all costs. I I do. I I, I go out of my way to avoid him. Um, All my cousins and I, we take turns um, doing his welfare check because I can't handle him. I I, I can't because he's so militant and and terrible. And, uh, you know, and he said once, and that his religion gives him ethics and morals. And I said, if the only reason you are not killing people is because of the Bible, then you've got big problems. Exactly. And after that, he doesn't yeah. talk to me much, which is great, which is great, you know. Yeah. Anyways, I've got two other callers on the line, so I'm going to put you back All on right. hold so you can listen. And okay. you have a good evening at work.
3: Thank you, madam Mm-hmm.
2: Bye-bye. Hello, Lady Holder. Hello, Kira. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm just entertained as hell. <laughs> With nothing to talk about. No topic. Just bullshit. I'm going to call this one just bullshit. You're I'm good at it. I don't even know. I don't even know.
1: You're totally it's, good at it.
2: You know, I, I spent a whole week uh, Prepping for rough trade, which starts the
1: mm-hmm.
2: the sixth, I guess
4: the sixth. And you know um, how much my fingers itch to write.
2: Mm, I know, me too, and and it's even worse looking at all those uh, project files. I'm thinking, hey, hey, have you written any because I, I I'd like to see it in advance if you have. Have you,
1: have you cheated? Yeah,
2: no. Because <laughs> no. there are a, a lot of awesome projects on the on the uh-huh. site right now. There are a lot of awesome projects. And it's really cool because if they all get finished, this is a big infusion of thick into Stargate. It's huge. They're like, what, 30
4: stories? I haven't really counted. Um, I suppose I could now considering I'm actually, I have the site up pretty much constantly. Uh, but yeah, it's... Well, there's 20... 20- Five
2: projects posted and there are eight more drafts coming
4: there's a total of 35 posts and i think only yeah. one of which is your me yeah, yeah, it's me. Uh, is, yeah. is your is your your, your announcement yeah the, so 34 mm-hmm. 10,000 word posts so 340,000 no 300, 340,000 words am i right
2: well, if there's if if all thirty four stories get written and they're at least ten k a piece, yeah, yeah, that's
3: that would be a huge, huge
2: influx of of thick into Stargate. So I'm I'm really looking forward to contributing to Stargate like that, that, that because
3: mm-hmm. yeah,
4: the hell of a shot that's huge. One.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, that will be awesome. Um I'm i I'm really looking forward to seeing it and seeing how it works and um and hopefully we'll get some really great stories out of it. And I'm I'm really also impressed with the with the the epic range we've developed because there are AUs mm-hmm. and there are there's werewolves and there's a baseball AU and there's one with Madison being uh-huh. on Atlantis and um, mine's just a reg. mine's gonna be uh, a crossover with S G one kinda. But you're know, not uh-huh. a true crossover because we're not supposed to do that. But I did say early on that they could do Stargate and I actually wasn't going to do one with S G one and then um fan art sent me my cover art and I it, it I I had an epiphany. And so uh-huh. my story is based on the cu- the banner she sent me, because I didn't know what I want. I said, well, just give me John and Rodney and some woods, and, and we'll go from there. And um, so she sent me my banner, and then I plotted my story after I got the banner. Uh-huh. And so, but yeah, there's going to be werewolves, and um, there's going to be some Lorne. And there's there's Lorne OC and there's also Lorne Kavanaugh. That's really interesting. I, <coughs> that's a really rare pairing. There's um, uh-huh. McKay and Ronan um, coming into it as well. And there are actually, there. Are, uh, <coughs> so it's really interesting to see all of these different uh, different takes coming into Stargate uh-huh. and and doing something interesting and, and unique. And I'm really, aw- it's going to be awesome. So yeah,
1: it's
4: going to be awesome. There it, are eight be one more drafts
2: pending. I think that that might, mm,
4: let me go look to my folder so I can do a check on the database. Yeah, I've got uh, published 27 published posts, which means 26. Um, Posts for this, and then we've got a number of drafts still on queue.
2: We've had two back out; that couldn't handle the process, oh. which is, you know, that that happens. You know, when it, whenever mm-hmm. you ask a pantser to try to outline, there's there's going to be some issues. So, right. um, there are actually, yeah, there are there are 34 projects for Atlantis.
4: So we've, got, 30, yeah, that's pretty we've awesome. got 34 posts, so everybody's posted
2: and there.
1: Are,
2: well, there are eight drafts. And the drafts, um, mm-hmm. they're almost ready, so that should be appearing in the next day or two. And then for Harry mm-hmm. Potter, we have 43.
4: Jesus, really?
2: Ten, 43 10,000-word 10, stories. And so that's 430,000 um, uh, words coming into the Harry Potter fandom if everybody does their writing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, you should not be writing this week, Sybil. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I didn't mean to to, um, poke you out. Okay, the eight drafts. When you do a post in WordPress, you can make it a draft if you're not ready for me to see it and do a pending um, post so that I can publish it on the site. So there are eight authors who are still drafting their project file that have not – uh, they're not ready to be posted yet. So there we go. But there are forty. Yeah, hold on. There are forty-four Harry Potter and thirty-four Stargate. So that's that. Jesus. So
4: seventy
2: total forty-seven seventy. So that's seven hundred and seventy thousand words of fic in a month. With uh.
4: Fifty-seven participants. Jesus. Uh, I know, right? Well, talk about, yes, Chris, we're enablers. You're, you're a fine one to talk. You know, Chris King commented in chat, you enabler. Yes, dearest, she really is.
2: I think it's awesome. I got this really awesome email from somebody talking about uh, writing and, and uh and it you know, it was just it was amazing that she had uh she hadn't written in years, like ten years. She hadn't written in a decade. And um she started participating in the chat room and she started participating on Facebook and all of a sudden she's writing like a crazy person. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I'm I'm you know
4: You've given you given people a safe place.
2: Uh, I hope so. We have somebody on the line, and I think they're using, um, uh, what you call okay. it? That, uh, uh, no, they're using that computer, um, Skype, okay. using Skype. So I'm going to um, put them on. I'm going to leave you on the air, so just so, cool. so just so you know. You're on the
5: air with Kara. Well, hi there. How are you? This is Sybil. Hi, Sybil.
4: Hello, Sybil. <laughs>
5: How you doing? I, I'm fine. I just had a call in at least once.
4: It's <laughs> okay. If you guys hear any booming through my, my headphones, because I've got my um, my cell phone on, the um, light show is happening out here. And so, yeah, sorry.
5: I got, got the, those, too. similar, too.
4: Yeah, my neighbors
2: are going crazy. They already are. They don't have to go. The old lady posse wanted to call the um, cops, and I was like, you know what, these kids, they're just being kids, and and, and they're not going to do anything. They're just, let them have their fireworks. They only get to do it once a year without the cops coming out um, (laughs) automatically. (laughs) So, you know, let them have it. Let them have it. Um, So, Sybil, are you doing rough trade? I am doing rough trade. You're doing rough trade. You are doing rough trade. I'm sorry, there are so many participants that sometimes it's hard to keep track of them, you know. Mhm,
5: um yeah i'm well, I'm glad to know that I wasn't supposed to be writing, so I don't feel like I've missed something, though <laughs> so I find I'm drawing the story plot instead of plotting it out on paper. I've got to stop doing that,
1: well, that's kind of fun
2: though yeah. you could make a storyboard on your wall. that would be awesome. <laughs> I think that whatever works for your creative process is is perfectly okay, so you can do whatever the hell you want, you know, a tea labeling for a graphic novel, but whatever works, right?
5: It'll be more like a you know, sketch, don't, a sketch novel <laughs>
2: just don't be afraid to you know to play with it and, knit, and to be creative as possible, you know so yeah: It's
5: been a long time since I've written anything, so this will be interesting
2: <laughs> so So this is your first rough trade, right? It is. Okay, I thought so. Um, there are lots of newbies this time, so you're not alone um i've I've had to do a lot of uh tutoring on the WordPress front. Oof. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because it's a little different than the archives that people use and um it's you know there's a learning curve there, and uh I've tried to make it as easy as possible, but there are some people who see. Like when I sent out that code template. For those of you who are not participating in Rift Trade, I sent out a text document with the code to create the uh, project file you're seeing with the little tabs, so that you have little things you can click through. You know, so so if you don't want to see the plot, you don't have to. You can not click on that tab. You know, it's just Isn't a
1: awesome. way
2: to keep things neat. You know, neat. And for some people, that template was like sending somebody Russian. I mean, they were just like,
4: <laughs> what? <laughs> What is this? What? (laughs) And Chris King in the the chat room is admitting that she's a Luddite. But she... You know, most Luddites are actually scared of technology. Honey, you just have a problem with
1: stuff. So, (laughs) yeah.
5: (laughs) My only problem was for some reason I didn't get the email, but thank you all the minions who send me copies. That was very sweet of everybody.
2: You know, I figured out what the problem was. What? And I won't say your email out loud, but... You know where you have an E at the end, I had an O? Uh
5: Yeah, it's misspelled.
2: Yeah, you know what I mean. I I
5: misspelled it so I could have it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, but yeah, I had an O there instead of an E. So the person who has that email just goes probably thinking, what the fuck is this? (laughs) Because it didn't bounce back, so somebody got it. They were like... What I don't even know. I'm I'm sh- I'm, glad, I'm glad I didn't get me cussing. Well, you know, no, I'm not. I I, that would have been really funny. I'd have put it on my blog. No,
3: I would
5: have laughed. Anyways, it have been Unless anyway. you thought it was me.
2: <laughs> I mean, oh, you're you, you up. I Don't
5: want. I sent you something.
2: Yeah, I probably got deleted spam. I hate that. I'm not spam. I'm amazing. Mm-hmm. Spam and, and spam is horrible either way you look at it, in your email or in the can.
1: Unless, of
4: course, it's spam a, a spam. lot, in which case it's just funny. True. True, <clears throat> true. Modesty is for people
2: who aren't awesome. You're breaking okay, up on so a Sybil? so I can't. I can't. I'm, I'm getting one word in ten.
5: That's me.
4: <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, we are not processed canned meat product even cat, and we just knocked Azur into singing. Great, great. You know Good because there's
2: there is no knot is complete unless Azur is singing. So <laughs> mission accomplished. Oh. We're done. We can go home. Boom. Well, I don't know. Speaking, haven't speaking them of to boom, they're
4: drunk on their keyboard yet.
2: TNT used to have this this uh TNT knows drama and 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 that mm-hmm. was their their slogan and this year when they started their new summer series their slogan became boom the word boom b o o m and it's like
1: really okay
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. boom now I what is it what is that one song um everybody Walk the dinosaur cuz all i hear is boom shakalaka like a boom <laughs> it's like
1: Yes. There that we go. My
4: life. Yes. That's
1: terrible,
2: really Sybil. <laughs> Sam, sushi. That is terrible. Oh no, oh, it's, there. it's there. My apologies.
4: I've seen it, unfortunately. But so isn't yeah, sushi um, the, the
2: very definition of sushi? Is like raw fish,
4: right? How is that possibly? How's that possible? Actually, it's sashimi, if I remember correctly. But whatever. Um, it, it's it's. People do it, and I don't do it either. It's a but Hawaiian I, thing. We need it's to do an
2: intervention. <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii's relationship <laughs> with spam is its is one thing for pineapple because they grow pineapple, okay? It's And their coffee, okay, fine. They have a little bit of a coffee snobbery going on. That's great. Their coffee is awesome. But their
4: relationship with
2: spam is inappropriate, <laughs> and anyway, we need to do something about it.
4: Yes, but the problem is, and by the way, this is—you know—I I lived on Guam, so it's a Pacific island uh, that, that's part of the U.S. They got um, spam as a basically it was a cheap meat to, to ship over after World War II, and a lot of people got hooked on it. It got came part of the culture, and there's a Kmart in Guam, which at the time I was there was the biggest store on, on the island that had a whole that had a wall of spam That's all it was it went from regular Spam to spam with things to light Spam to low sodium spam But it was all spam
2: Are you saying it's the and US's fault <laughs> Oh
4: yeah actually I'm saying It's not it was that we're not at fault, fault for everything Incredibly. Well no Arlena, I mean, they,
2: Arlena apparently lives in Hawaii And she says they have a secret spam reserve And she's not kidding
4: I <laughs> doesn't really surprise me at all Does not surprise me at all Just
2: Ew. <laughs> <sighs> Let's yeah. stop talking about spam and talk about sex instead, because spam is gross. <laughs> okay.
5: <laughs> Depending upon the sex could be too. But fun.
4: <laughs> well, um, if
2: it's done right, it, uh, it could be this is a pretty point. fun and nasty. But not gross. There's a difference. There's a line. There's a line you cannot cross.
4: If you're gonna have fun in all the best ways, then you know, have sex because it, it's a good aerobic workout and Frankly, it's a it's a hell of a lot more fun than doing a lot of other things on the planet.
5: Oh, lost a lot of weight right after I got married.
4: <laughs> um, yeah, no, the problem is, is my husband could cook and and I can cook, and that one didn't quite kick in. Um,
1: <laughs>
4: yeah, that was that was that was interesting. Yeah, come to find out, that my I... dad apparently almost starved to death, but whatever
2: cooking today we grilled out and I have this new bowl this little grill bowl you can put on your your grill and grill things in it like potatoes or asparagus or you know vegetables you can you know basically toss your vegetables on the grill in this bowl uh-huh. and has holes in it anyway and I did um, potatoes and I did some asparagus and it was fucking awesome we had um, we had smoked sausage and we had uh, uh, hamburgers and some asparagus and some potatoes, and I did the potatoes and the asparagus and sunflower oil
4: amazing
1: Ooh.
4: it was really good, really good. The parents are mm. using avocado oil a lot now, so that's that's something interesting. It's I have just, not heard
5: it's, of it's, avocado oil
4: yeah they they use it and they like it and um it's it doesn't have a it does not have an avocado flavor, thank goodness for small favors. But you don't like um, avocados? I haven't I don't like avocado no. And green beans yeah <gasps> and the, the thought of eating you know mushy green baby food and calling it actual food food <laughs> just you. <do. laughs>
2: there are two things I refuse to put in my mouth as far as food is concerned: avocado in any form, including most definitely including guacamole
1: and chickpeas.: oh. oh.
2: I think I love: hummus. Really <laughs> okay, that is disgusting.
4: It smells yeah, well, terrible. You know, hey, they're both baby food. Um, my coworkers, who you know are are from this particular or this section of of the, of the U.S., which is the Southwest, they make guacamole. Now, there's foods I won't eat. One of which is cottage cheese. They stick two of those foods which I hate, which is avocados and cottage cheese together in the same thing, call it guacamole, and everybody raves over it. I look at it and say, why in the hell do I want liquefied brains added to the baby food?
2: That's just disgusting. For Sounds good, that, yeah. but I've never had it. Oh, that's just disgusting. Oh, oh. I can't even <laughs> to look at uh, guacamole. I much bet you
5: don't like disease. okra either.
2: I don't. <laughs> um, so I'm like okra oh, at <laughs> all, but okra is more of a texture issue. And so I like the taste of mushrooms, but I can't stand a mushroom in my mouth
4: because the texture of that
1: oh, ugh,
4: on my tongue is, last is time, gag-worthy. Last time I had, last time I had okra, uh, I think I was 15, and it was at a local one of the local restaurants that had breaded and deep fried it, and it was fine then, but I'm not going to eat it for the rest of it.
5: That's how my mom yeah. made it, breaded, deep-fried. Um,
4: okay, here's the husband, a confession. I am country. I will eat the hell out of beef tripe.
1: Yeah. I still,
4: haven't, I still haven't found it for you, so I'm going to continue to look. There's a couple places out here I haven't hit yet. I yeah.
3: love beef tripe. I do, you'll
5: eat tripe, I but like you dish. won't eat an avocado? I know, right? Oh, my world is shattering.
4: Know, That's okay. I, I, I don't, won't I eat can't <laughs> I, I won't, I, not a hope in hell is she getting me to eat either. She, I mean, I will go and find her the beef tripe she wants, if I can find it. <laughs> I, will, I will pack it up in a box and ship it to her and tell her, do not take pictures. I do not want to see. <laughs>
2: I like to uh, fry it in flour like chicken.
4: It is amazing. That's
5: just great. Doesn't it have an odd texture?
4: Oh, yeah, that's the point. You not the stuff that looks like the the herringbone pattern for the internal organ? That's just, forget it. Sort
2: of. It kind of looks like meaty, hairy meat.
4: I don't know. I can't explain it. Thanks. That's just gross. Um, Yeah. The the chicken liver, we've got a couple people commenting that they like chicken livers, and there's a couple who are commenting they like it fried. Um, If I'm going to have liver, it's going to be turned into pate, and that's about as close as I'm coming. So, thanks. Well, I'll sleep. take
5: liver anyway and any animal. I just love liver, except human.
4: <laughs> well, thank you for Did that chop like <laughs> Some fava beans and some can'ter. I mean, I think, think we you can like, come up with both.
2: My husband likes to fry liver in flour, you know, to to eat it. And and he'll eat it deep fried. And uh, nice. the worst thing ever is um, KFC has ch- fried chicken liver.
5: Oh my god,
2: <sighs> it's terrible. Have you ever have, have you ever asked for it?
5: No, I've been to a um, KFC in years.
2: <laughs> try, okay. If you if you go into a KFC, even if it's not on the menu, 9 times out of 10, they will have chicken liver. They also have chicken gizzards.
5: Fried. Oh, those are good. They they deep
2: they deep fry them and you can and yeah, I mean, I'd be really surprised if you encountered a KFC that doesn't have it.
5: Okay, I now I'm going to have, have to, to do that. I'm going
2: to mine and ask. Uh, yeah. I'm I just even if it's not showing up on their menu, I bet they have it. Yeah, sometimes it'll be it's like a secret menu, like things that are there that you don't know. That if you if you if you know to ask for it you can get it.
4: Ugh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
4: I, I make I make um uh are we crazy, making you basically. sick, lady holder? No, actually not. <laughs> um, I just won't eat it. I ha- I would here's the weird thing. I don't like fish. If it breathes water, I won't eat it, which tends to make the other person on this conversation giggle at me. But I, will, I have absolutely no problem with cooking it for my husband um, to the point where I've actually asked him, do you want me to make you something? And you can't get me to eat it for love nor money. There's not enough ketchup or ranch dressing on this planet to make me <laughs> eat
1: fish. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
4: I, my, it, when I was a kid, um, we would go through one of those industrial-sized packages of uh, ketchup, you know, the big bottle things. We'd go through one of those in a month in my, in my family because we had fish. Fish sticks liberally coated with, with ketchup and about a half gallon of milk, and I ate dinner. It was about the only way I ate that dinner. Wow. You know,
5: just do. I suppose I that would fish. make one not like fish.
4: It's it's not, O.T., it's not the smell, because he's asking me, what if it didn't smell like fish? Um, it doesn't really matter if it's fish. It's actually texture and taste. Um, fish sticks, you know, they, they, they have a bit of the smell, but it's the taste. I can't stand it. I don't like anything that breathes water. And I've tried enough of it to know that I'm not real happy with it.
1: Well, fish sticks not <laughs> the best thing in the world, too, so but joined I the thought- navy.
4: <laughs> Yes, I joined she the navy. hates fish,
2: this... and she joined the navy. Um, and I went to No, I love less.
4: fish. How's that for fun? I love
2: salmon. I love uh, mahi mahi. Oh, I could eat my weight in white fish because you can do anything with white fish. It's just amazing. Oh.
5: oh, soul is good.
1: Love Yet it. Never. I
2: hate catfish. I'm not particularly fond of tuna, but I can eat it. It isn't my favorite. I can't eat it canned at all.
4: <clears throat> when when we lived on Guam, the husband found. A uh, fisherman's co-op because Guam is an island and it has fishermen. They go out on a daily basis and they catch locally for the local hotels. And they caught tuna, and he would get tuna steaks that were a pound, a pound and a half. It cost him yeah. maybe five, six bucks. Um, and this was sh- uh, sashimi grade tuna, that deep red stuff that that is. In small slivers on your on your sushi, um, yeah. He would get that, and he would do. Let's see. It would be Dijon mustard, and then the um, that spice that that Emerald does. That he okay. always makes everything. Yeah, and he'd layer that on, and then he get the the barbecue going to. Oh my freaking god! Ow, hi. <laughs> and then he'd slap this this tuna steak on there, and the tuna steak, by the way, is an inch and a half, two inches thick, and he'd slap it on there, and he'd start watching his watch, count two minutes, flip it, count another maybe three minutes, pull it off and eat it. And at that point, the solid core of red in there was pretty disgusting. I'm having a steak as he's doing this, and I'm going, is that thing still twitching because it was swimming only three hours before? But, you know, he had a good time.
1: I can eat I cow moving just, off my
2: plate.
5: Oh!
4: I yes. it was so dangerous. My, my
2: favorite, my favorite meal on earth I've ever had was steak tartare. Yes.
5: I have to agree with you on that one.
2: Yeah, you, you that mentioned shit that you melted you me. in my mouth. Oh my god, that was like sex. <laughs>
4: you mentioned. <laughs> It's good stuff. My, Just my thinking about it, it makes my mouth gross.
2: water. Which is kind of like that really hot boy I dated in college.
4: Just <laughs> thinking about
2: him makes my mouth water. I mean, you know,
4: if you're gonna have fun, Just you might saying. as well have fun. And, and, you know, honestly, good food is is like good sex. It's, you know, it's the best thing going when it's done right. Yeah.
2: So.
1: It's, but it's, that
2: oh, that steak tartare was amazing.
1: Yeah, oh, I good. have
2: food experience. I need to share. I have been. I am going to be 40-ish this year. I, this, is, <laughs> this requires clarification. I'm going to be 40-ish oh, this year. Oh, you
5: baby! And
2: yeah, so I can actually, I can actually
4: say that to her, but she'll problem me.
2: I am main. I have maintained nearly my entire life that I hate mayonnaise.
4: <gasps> hate really? it.
2: I hate it. Right. Okay. I to eat I it so. Eat like three
1: things.
2: So, Wendy's puts out this sandwich called the Tuscan chicken sandwich and then it uh-huh. has this spread on it. I don't know how you say it. It was a i o l e. Aioli. Aioli? Aioli.
5: Aioli. I
2: loved it. Aole. I fucking love this sandwich. I love the sauce it's a that was on it. It was one I know, I know, right? So I get online and I look it up because they stopped selling it to sons of bitches, and I was super mad, right? And, okay, so it's garlic mayonnaise, and I was like, "What?" So I went and bought me some, obviously, and um, I uh, my converted. husband eats my husband eats Miracle Whip. Ooh. That is Which is disgusting. It is disgusting. <laughs> it is. And regular mayonnaise is pretty disgusting, too, actually. So I tried some, thinking it was, you know, the, I, maybe I just had my palate get a little bit more sophisticated. But, no, I don't like regular must, um, a mayonnaise. But I do like an olive oil uh, mayonnaise. And um, so what I did was is I bought some olive oil mayonnaise. And um, uh-huh. I... Uh, I roasted some garlic, and I crushed it in my food processor and mixed it in with that mayonnaise and made my own aioli. (laughs) Good
4: job. Very
1: good. And
2: now it's great. I did buy Hellman's. Thank you. It's just regular mayonnaise just doesn't have much of a taste. It's like having nothing in your mouth but having your mouth full. It's it's weird. I don't like it.
5: I only know of best food in craft, and craft tastes like Miracle Whip, so I won't go near it.
4: (laughs) Um, Right? I know, right? I think It'll I have ugh. I think I have Kraft olive oil in my refrigerator. But then again, the only reason I tend to have mayo Yeah, it's craft. Um the only reason I tend to have mayo in my refrigerator is because I make um egg salad and well. You're, that's you're too I far from your cell phone. Me? No, I'm sitting right next to it. Um Well you're breaking uh, up or getting I weird, have... I don't know.
5: But she could be getting weird. weird.
4: (laughs) How's that?
1: Better. I can hear you.
4: Okay. What I was going to say is the only reason I have mayo in my refrigerator is because I make egg salad. And there's pretty much no other reason to have it. Uh, Or potato salad, pardon me. There's no other reason for me to have it in the house because I don't like it. Yeah, so. Hmm.
5: We have low fat. I've learned to dislike it.
4: It's got more sugar in it. You yeah, know, it's just not... Okay, so we've been directed to get back to sex by, by Chris. <laughs> I'm
5: not sure if we made her sick sex. or hungry.
4: <laughs> sex, well, sex,
2: sex, sex. Um, now, I am serious about wanting to know what the male orgasm feels like because obviously I'm not going to have one of on my own. So um, any uh, information regarding that topic male minions, it would be much appreciated. Um, but you know what? Don't, yes, yep. don't send me, like, first-person porn. Okay? <laughs> don't don't use this as an opportunity to abuse my goodwill and send me freaky first-person porn, okay? I'm serious.
4: Yeah, Right, no. like, because and that
2: would be weird. Yes, it would. You'd um, never be able to look you know, at them again. As a, um, as a writer... Um, Especially someone who's uh worked in erotica for a long time and I, um I've had some stuff um I've had some business dealings with um Playboy magazine um o- over the years. And so I've encountered some fairly deviant men. And um and or lesbians, I don't know, I'm pretty sure there were men. Um uh, you know, and I said earlier, like, like over, I guess maybe a year ago, maybe two years ago, it's been a while, I was talking about um, a false sense of intimacy that can be created between a writer and a reader. And mm-hmm. when you write, um, I wrote some first-person porn mm-hmm. under a different name than anything else I've ever published with anybody. And I sold it. Okay the Playboy magazine, and I've also done this for Penthouse as well, I've done some Penthouse letters, and that actually doesn't a bad gig, just to let you know, you can make some decent money that way if <laughs> you can handle the 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 nastiness that comes with it, and you know, take a shower three times a day while you're writing, <laughs> anyways um, because I am a romantic at heart, so, so writing straight up porn that way can be very difficult for me, um I have written some penthouse letters, Ot. Yes, I have. Um, so, yeah. I mean, if you have some pe- letters to penthouse from the early light, late '90s to the early 2000s, then you probably have some of my semi. I'm not even sure if I can call it professional work, considering what it is. I'm just saying that. Yeah, you probably have read one of my letters to penthouse if you've if you've been buying it for that long. Um, anyway, it paid you. And I you're got professional. <laughs> Yeah, I got paid like five cents a word for that. That's not a bad day's work.
4: No, considering some of those letters are pretty decently long.
2: Yeah, and I wrote like... I wrote a collection of 20. They weren't all connected, but yeah. I mean, I made a couple thousand huh. dollars in a week. Cool. Oh. Writing penthouse letters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways. <clears throat> so, I ended up doing a... Uh, my regular gig on Playboy Radio, where men would call in and ask me sex questions.
4: Oh, oh my!
2: <laughs> that is exactly. That is exactly. Yes, it was bad. It was bad. And um, <sighs> oh, geez, he's gonna start supplementing his income. Yeah, but you have to write straight. <laughs> it's not nearly as fun as you think it is. Okay, anyways, um anyways, <clears throat> the uh the, the the radio thing uh I encountered a, a, a lot of bizarre bizarre men. So, you know, don't use this opportunity that I'm asking of you to be crazy or weird in my email box. I'm just going to let you know. Because I, there is actually, you know what? There is probably nothing you could do or say in an email that I have not already heard or seen. I got fan mail under my fake name with pictures of people's dicks.
4: Oh my god!
2: (sighs) Yuck! yuck. It wasn't worth the money. It, it, It really wasn't. It really wasn't worth the money. Of course, it wasn't UOT. Please don't send me a picture of your dick. <laughs> I don't need to see anybody's dick. Um, I, well, you've got I one have, in your um, own
4: home. You don't need to get another one.
2: I don't. You know, I see enough online. I don't need to actually see any of my minions on that level. Speaking of, and it just popped into my head, and it's been in my head for for a year. Okay, I belong to this live journal community called Vagina Vagina. Oh boy! And it's a and it's a live journal community dedicated. It's for women, born or created, ever ever you know whatever. If, you, if if you got a vagina and you got issues, it doesn't matter how you got your vagina, you can go to this forum and talk about your your vagina. Anyways, this girl posted five different pics of her vagina seeking a diagnosis on a condition oh she had developed. okay and there were like a hundred plus comments and every single one of them had one word in it ew no herpes
4: oh Jesus she had posted
2: pictures of a herpes infection and this has been in my head every I had to stop getting posts from this live journal as a result of this um and every time it appears in the most popular part, you know that that, that live journal thing where they have the most, the, the, the most popular post. Uh-huh. So whenever a vagina pajana appears there, I'm very leery of clicking on it because I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to be exposed to somebody else's pussy <laughs> in a less than <laughs> pristine state. <laughs> but then you know that wasn't the first picture I've seen of a pussy on that particular live journal this one girl posted four or five different pictures of herself in different various um, shaved uh, conditions and asked the members of the group to figure out which one would be the more attractive you know Brazilian versus yeah she was she was looking for some advice on female scaping and then you know sometimes they ask terrible terrible questions that you really should not be asking anybody but your doctor Oh God. So this live journal is, um, pretty it's hardcore. You gotta be hardcore to go into this mm-hmm. live journal. I'm just gonna put that out there and you know, so yeah, that's just that whole dick picture brought up that whole it just put it right back in my head. I didn't even see the picture. Mm-hmm. I feel like
5: I've been scarred.
4: You don't even actually, know. That, with that, I mean, with that the only thing worse... Go for it. Oh,
2: the only thing worse is that one day I got goaded into Googling um, Blue Waffle. Ooh. And even though the picture that shows up in that search is actually Photoshopped, it is no less disgusting. Uh-huh. I don't real. think I'm
5: going to ask what it is now.
2: <laughs> so Good do not, idea. under any circumstances... Google the phrase Blue Waffle.
5: Well, you know that's just telling to do that.
2: Yes, I I'm warning you in advance fault. as your cult leader, do not do this. I would never Good. lead you astray on this issue. Don't do it. It is the most disgusting thing. And if you're a lesbian, it could actually make you straight. Or asexual, because <laughs> it is that bad.
1: Mm.
4: It is that bad. Yeah. It's pretty horrific. And yes, I did Google it too. So yeah, pass. Um, what this all reminds me of is when I was in boot camp, um, we would we Look I'm went just in saying that get, pussy
2: is great and there is no need to turn yourself off from it. No.
4: We got we got <laughs> lucky enough to get our shots for all the various and sundry things they they decide to protect you against and as a well, they're a, they're a very firm believer that while you're in boot camp, you really shouldn't be having sex. So basically, they gave us a really good uh, rundown of exactly why you shouldn't be having sex, and here are pictures to show you what you don't want to have sex with. So frankly, nothing on the Internet really surprises me anymore or grosses me out. That taken out when I was about 22. Mm. So just, Ooh. yeah, so... All I can think of is, I'm really glad I didn't find that particular Life Journal post. Jesus. How in the hell can somebody not be... Ugh, fuck it. it. Here's a question
2: question I have for my... I I wanted to ask her, did you already know what you thought this was and you just want everybody to tell you that you were wrong? (laughs) And why haven't you been to the doctor? Because how in the hell are you peeing? Uh-huh. Here's a... Here's the thing.
5: Maybe they just like shocking people and they Googled it.
2: Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't. Here's the thing about having injuries um, to your labia and vaginal opening. Your pee is mostly ammonia. Uh
4: Uh-huh. Yes.
2: So if you have... Injury... Sores, or open sores or injuries or cuts or whatever how it might be. Or if you have particularly rough sex and I've had this experience myself painful. and you pee, mm-hmm. it is going to burn like a motherfucker. If these
1: mm-hmm.
2: if this was not Photoshop, the picture that she sent me, I don't know how she was peeing without passing out.
1: There's
4: a photo. Right. Yeah, um,
2: Although, I'll tell you, this is terrible, but when I was in college, I used to grade my sexual experiences on how difficult it was to pee the next day. <laughs>
4: okay. <laughs> the
1: and, more I the, the better, totally better it was. <laughs> well, you know, if, if,
4: if sitting down was a chore and hurt... You know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, the hips were ha, popped a couple times to get back into place. Things are all just wonderful and, and glorious. So, yes, I agree with you on that one. She got real.
1: Yeah.
5: Yeah, you guys... I'm okay with the burns and the muscles and the calves and stuff.
1: The rest of that, <laughs> <laughs> It's just a thing. It's just a thing. Just saying. When you,
2: you know... Yeah, I'm a masochist. As a, as, you know, that's just pretty much established that I'm a masochist. And um, mm-hmm. what are you doing?
4: Me? I was feeding the cats.
2: Oh, I was like, dude, you can't be
4: watching. This while you're on the line with me. <laughs> you no, know, dear. I'm a lot of things, but I'm not that rude. <laughs> but since they were both standing by my my chair, giving me the look of your, you know. She's tasty looking. We can eat her before they notice.
2: I, th- I thought it was
4: best to feed the little fuckers.
2: Yeah, it's probably true. It's mine are
5: hiding under the bed for the fireworks. Oh no, yeah, mine, mine is, are in their crate. They're not coming
2: it. out anytime soon. Um, but you know. Mhm.
5: Yeah. What's the question? The... Hm? What's your, what's your uh, preferred word do we prefer dick cock penis I, I,
1: or cock
2: breaking up but okay you're breaking up but I but I got the gist of your question um i can here's the here's a unconscious way that i've um i noticed that i was using um those terms and i didn't realize i was doing it and and then when I realized i was doing it it really amused me so i kept doing it um i tend to use the word cock if I think the dick is impressive. But I have never used the word, the word little cock together, but I often use the word little dick together. So if it's little, it's a dick. And if it's big, it's a cock. <laughs> Although, I am fond of using the word prick. I appreciate that word, too. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It It amuses me good work but yeah dicks are little and cocks are big
4: there you go pricks are british <laughs> and <Yeah>. are british. <laughs> And especially you use it you use it a lot when you you are talking about british dicks because i see it mostly in your harry potter stuff so right, yeah. because
2: that's the slang you know that's the slang and you can and you kind of want to inject that in there um
1: but yeah,
2: I have. I can't tell you that I've ever used the term little and cock in the same sentence. It doesn't make any sense. If the penis is small,
4: big, it is a cock.
1: There you this go. This is true,
4: and and you know <laughs> we've we've got plenty of of you know so visual that. proof of of you know uh, the, the the large sized cocks that are out there, and they are a lot of fun to see how many people you know twitch. Uh, on
2: chat But you know Anyhow um, I got an email like, once This is really funny I got oh. an email once Where this um, This man um, Was reading my uh, He was reading Ties at Bind And he wanted to know Why I made John have a big dick Mm-hmm. And I Said that I was kind of terrible Actually Um, uh, I, I made no Uh value judgments on whether or not this person who was emailing me had a small dick or not. What I did say was that I think big cocks are sexy. So that's what Mm -hmm. I write. Right. And he wrote back and said that that was, um, that it was uh, kind of offensive for, for readers who aren't as well endowed.
4: Well, okay that's great but you know having seen a guy who has a frankly a subpar dick because you know that that i know i told you about that nice japanese porn i saw where the guy's dick was about equal to a double a battery and that was a wreck that's so terrible Um, that's just so terrible terrible to be that dick deficient yes um i don't think i want to write a porn scene where a guy um has a that's the size of a AA battery erect and he says I got it in and his partner goes really? (laughs) (laughs) Really? I mean there's nothing for that at
2: all. Look, you know there are people who say that size doesn't matter. I'm telling you right now guys if you've heard this from a lover they were lying to you. They (laughs) were lying to you. They told you a big fat fucking lie. They told you a lot bigger than your dick. I'm telling you this, because size matters. Whether it is too small or too big or just right, it really matters. And, yes, Azure, while we're on that subject, if you have a little dick, it is your job eat pussy or to suck cock like you've got nothing else in your life you want to do ever again that's the only way you can make up for your dick deficiency i'm just saying
4: yeah better suck like a Hoover
2: <laughs> you better you better suck it and eat it like your life depends on it
4: 'Cause buddy, it really fucking does if your dick is the size of a double A battery. Jeez Or
1: smaller. Uh-huh.
4: Yep. And the worst part Five of guys is it matters. wasn't just the, the length, it was also the width. Oh and that was <laughs> that's terrible. That's so sad. <laughs>
2: that's like, you know, there are infants bigger than that.
5: I know. Don't put that image up. <laughs>
4: That's just terrible. I can't, it wasn't just terrible. an image, guys. This was this was actually. I was in Japan. My boyfriend and I and I were at a a, a uh, hotel, um, and we were watching porn that we we'd gotten, and we both looked at it and we did the tilt to the right routine, the tilt to the left routine, and we both started laughing, and <laughs> yeah. it was like holy Hannah, it was
2: ridiculous. Yeah, uh-huh. and, here's this, and, and here's the other side of it, and this is, um actually, I've encountered this. If your dick is so big you can't get an erection, you you can't get it fully erect, then that's a problem, too,
1: mm-hmm. because the only thing and worse than a small dick
2: too. is a limp, big
4: one. <laughs>
1: oh. Yeah.
4: And you better see what yeah. you can do to increase your blood supply, you know? Yeah. Really. Yeah,
2: there's just no, no. And you see some of these guys that Azure posts um, in the chat room, and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? He's not getting erection and staying conscious. He's not getting erect and staying conscious at the same time.
4: <laughs> yeah, or if he, he is getting erect and staying conscious, the higher blood uh, or the higher brain functions have fully sh- uh, shut down. You know, which means so, I'm not yeah. sure he can give consent for sex.
2: <laughs> you might want to ask him. And blood in his brain to make a decision.
4: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I re- if I remember correctly, uh, you did one of those guys. That he had a, a starring role in, might have been, with that French ambassador to the IOC, and he was her chauffeur. Yeah. Yeah. Little <laughs> well, thing she kind of yeah. sneak into there. Uh huh. Yep. Hung, you know, hung like there's no tomorrow, but no higher brain functions when erect.
2: There is no way. There is no way he's forming a sentence <laughs> mm-hmm. while he while while he has hey,
3: a him too. Two.
1: All right. <laughs> oh yeah. To the
2: growers, bottoms in look- porn who aren't hard and who don't get off. You know what I would say about that? I think that a lot of times when you're looking at gay porn, you're not watching two gay men fuck. No. I think you're watching at least one straight man get
4: fucked for
2: money.
1: Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Not-
4: it is. Um, and yeah. Yeah, there's a And that's that not one, sexy. Um, that's not sexy at all. No. There's that one gift that I've got that you, you would like a lot and it's um the 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 person on the receiving end definitely is enjoying himself. Yeah.
2: You know? And yeah. So It's like Chris it it's like watching lesbian porn with women who have long fingernails and no idea how to eat pussy. Yeah, that's pretty much yeah. that, so that's that's it in the, Um yeah, because yeah, I'm not letting a bitch with long nails get their fingers in my panties. No. How? I mean, I'm straight, but, you know, except unless Katie Lang and I was single. Because I, uh-huh. you know, because cause Katie Lang is my um, kryptonite. She's, she's, she's my lesbian kryptonite. I don't know what it is about her. I don't know. But if I was single and she said, hey, come here, I'd be Uh okay. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know what it is. She's just so... <laughs> <'cause> she, <laughs> and even as she's gotten older it hasn't changed for me. I mean it was Yeah, I mean, yeah, even now, even now that she's older, I don't give a shit. She's still whoo I can't even explain it. Yeah. Well part of it so is So obviously you, you like I don't like lipstick lesbians.
4: <laughs> oh God.
2: <laughs> Apparently not like all that means? Well, a lipstick lesbian is, um you know, one that's very feminine. Gotcha. And Katie Lang is not feminine.
1: No so. I,
4: there there's the thing with most um well, the thing with most porn that I've seen is it looks like both parties are having about as much fun as a nun as, as a nun in a porn store. So, you know, yeah, it's you just know. not happening. Or it's just sexy. Less. No. It's not sexy at all.
5: It's uncomfortable to watch.
2: It is, and there is nothing more uncomfortable for me to watch than someone else being awkward or embarrassed.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: I prefer to actually watch amateur porn because they're doing it for fun. <laughs> yes.
4: Yes, they are. It's definitely a lot more interesting.
2: You, know? you go over to X2 to click on something, and you're like, oh, honey, you go be yeah. proud of yourself
4: uh, I think I lost that link you shared with me all those years ago whatever um, uh, OT actually knew uh, yeah OT actually knew a man who was perfectly comfortable in a porn store <laughs> well go OT all right,
2: cool. I think you can go somewhere like that if you don't have any judgment to be had. But if you're making value judgments about what you see and who you see in there, of course you're going to mm-hmm. be uncomfortable. And that's true anywhere, whether it's a porn store or you go into a place where, okay, for instance, and this is something that happens in the South, um, I'm part of an interracial couple. And, and like I said, I, um, I'm one-third Cherokee Indian, so there's um, – you see it in my cheekbones, especially – and uh,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and I have a small, my eyes get a little narrow at the corner. yeah, you know, not much, just a little bit. Uh, but my Aunt Holy Roller looks half. So it's amazing what, well, she looks, she looks more than half. She looks like she could be two-thirds. She is basically half. She is basically half, but she passes regularly for full-blooded Cherokee Indian.
1: Which is interesting,
2: considering she's that Pentecostal one I was telling you about. <laughs> she even has the long hair. I mean, yeah. I mean, she could. I mean, she could pass for someone off a reservation. She's she's that. And anyway, and my husband is black. And sometimes we can go into an establishment, and he will be the only black person in the room in a restaurant. And yeah, I. Never notice, because I have no fucks to give what any of them think, and he always notices, and it's about perspective and, and judgment values and mm-hmm. um, an expectation of maybe even in his case, safety and when he you know it's it's terrible because I do you know I am predominantly white, and so I have what do you call it white privilege. Mhm, I don't notice that kind of thing until it's pointed out to me at all. I just don't notice it, so it's so it's you know I've never dated a white man um I've always preferred uh, well, I dated um a man that was half black and half Japanese in college and um mm-hmm. One that was uh, from Argentina um, in college, and then the rest have been African-American. So, and I think it's, I've gotten so used to, um, I don't even notice it, but I am the first white woman my husband ever dated.
1: So he notices
2: everything, Even even though it's been so long. He notices the stares, the looks, the... The shitty comments that I don't even... It takes... You have to be really loud and really ugly for me to notice you
4: being an asshole about race. For myself, um, I notice more when other people around me are uncomfortable. I know I've got the, the white privilege thing. Um, unfortunately... It's a function of I grew up where I didn't meet very many people of other races until I moved to where I currently am and went to high school, and I was in a very integrated set of schools, and it was a very weird thing. And I remember commenting to my folks about it because most of the places I had lived hadn't been integrated. And so... For a very long time, when I was a kid, my folks were: you don't, you don't discriminate, you don't, um, you don't have prejudices. This is the the color of one's skin, the the shape of one's face, the the choices one makes in life. They're not yours to harass somebody about. And for a very long time, it was um, academic because I had no reason to use the lessons. I didn't live around anybody who was different from what I looked like. And then I moved out to where I am, and the lessons came home. And I went into the Navy, and I didn't treat people differently based off of the color of their skin, what their face looked like, you know, that type of thing. The screaming morons among them, the ones who hugged their ignorance to their chest and loved it and petted it and called the damn thing George, <laughs> they got the rough side of my tongue because I can't stand them. But I Chris makes an interesting way. point. She says,
2: it's like a woman walking into a room with only men in it. I don't know any woman who doesn't check, start immediately checking for exits. This is true. This is a, um, me, and my, yeah. Yeah, me and my husband had a big conversation about rape culture, and um, mm-hmm. he was on the fence about what he thought about five hours later i go down into his man cave it's like midnight on a saturday night i told him i said i'm gonna go over to walmart and get some stuff and he said you're gonna go to walmart at midnight on a saturday by yourself Mm -hmm. yeah why wouldn't i he said honey it just wouldn't be and he stopped and he goes okay Okay, you yep. made your point. I said, no, really, I made a point, but I also need to go to Walmart so I can still kiss your ass in the car. <laughs> I really did need to go to fucking Walmart. But it makes a yep. point, and it brought home the point that he assumed I would not be safe leaving my own home and going to a Walmart ten minutes from my house in the middle of the night because I'm a woman. Mm-hmm. But he would be perfectly safe to go to Walmart in the middle of the night because he's a man.
4: hmm the, the comment that Chris had about, you know, entering a room with men and, and then immediately scoping the exit. When I was in the Navy and on board ship, which there was oh, about 1,000 people on my ship, of which probably 750 were men. Um, for the most part, I felt perfectly fine walking into any room on that ship. It didn't matter how many guys were there, and I was fine. None of them would do a damn thing to me. The only time I got twitchy about anything was when we were on land and I was on base and it wasn't my guide. And right. So yeah, that that was that was something that you know made me twitchy. <laughs> but I still walked home late at night from the various bars and everything, and I had no problems. Um, I know I got lucky because I know there were problems. That's life but if i go out today i go to my walmart yes it's 10 minutes away yes i've gone at two o'clock in the morning and seen the denizens um but i don't have much of a problem with it however i won't go walk the streets around my house at midnight because i don't trust so walk carry a gun?
2: And my husband assumed that I would not be safe going to Walmart in the middle of the night on a Saturday with a gun in my purse. Mhm. Right, because I wouldn't have been. Neither would have anybody else, because I do, in fact, carry a gun and it's loaded. <laughs> <You know>? mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the truth. I have, um, yeah. I don't. Um, I don't have an. Uh, I have a concealed permit, and it is in my purse. And I don't make a big deal about it. And I've never pulled it. Well, I've not pick it back. I've, I haven't pulled it recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I did threaten a man with it about eight months ago at Target. I was in a Target, mm-hmm. and I cut somebody off coming into the parking lot, and I didn't mean to do it. And I did that little girl wave you do when you when you fuck up. And most men accept this. and because I'm in the South. I'm Oh, she just fucked up. She didn't mean to do that. He decided to bully me. <laughs> so he followed me into the Target parking lot and parked beside me. And him and his doofus friend got out of the truck and leaned on it while I was getting my purse and stuff. And I ignored him. And I was in the store for an hour. Maybe 45 minutes. I come back out and this dumb motherfucker is still leaning on his truck. And watches me, do my stuff, and him and his friend are glaring at me and glaring at me. And he clears his throat like he's going to talk. And I turn right around. And I said, "You know what I know?" And he said, "What?" I said, "I know that in this state, if you don't have a criminal record, you can have a gun and you can carry it concealed." I said, "You know what else I know?" And he said, "What?" I said, "I know I have enough guns and a uh, bullet and nine millimeter in my purse to put three bullets." in your engine block and still have bullets left over to put in you and your dumbass friend. And they got in their truck and they left. (laughs) Good for you. Probably
4: because of that sweet, kind, and wonderful way you just said that.
2: I'm just being honest. It's my gift to everybody.
4: Yes.
5: And gift to the next person. But I didn't actually actually pull my gun out.
2: I didn't actually pull pull the gun out. But he had no. You know, the science. So that's a good rule of thumb. I am five foot four, and currently I weigh about one hundred and fifty pounds. Ugh. Anyways,
1: mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> I'm five foot four, and I sound like this. I'm a little. I sound like a little girl, and I look like I'm in my early thirties. To be honest, I mean it's really awesome. I have great skin. and It's because you know the the Indian stuff, and so I don't look my age. And I talk sweet, and I have this really little girl voice, and I'm only five foot four. so men don't think I'm dangerous.
4: Yeah, I know better.
2: But I have a 9mm in my purse. I'm just saying.
4: It doesn't matter if you have a 9mm in your purse or not. I know better.
2: <laughs> yeah, my mom is tiny. I also
4: have a taser.
2: I have a barely street-legal taser as well. Uh-huh.
5: A nine-millimeter is legal, but your taser is almost not?
2: Huh? Well, yeah, I mean, well, there's a limit on what you can put on your voltage on your um, your taser for it to be legal in the state that I live in. And I am right on the edge of being illegal
1: because mine's
2: a police issue from another state, and it skirts the edge of being legal on the wattage because it could put down... Um,
5: is that the one you hit your neighbor with
2: yeah, not on. I just hit him with the baton part. Yeah. Oh, bummer. I know.
5: I think he needed the whole if, thing.
2: If I hit him with it, he'd have been paralyzed for at least forty-five minutes, and we'd have had to call an ambulance. That, because that's that's how strong it is. So it's barely legal on the sta- in the, on the street in my state, but my gun is perfectly legal. <laughs>
4: Yeah, you know.
1: <coughs>
5: Sorry, okay. I just have to deal with a bad attitude and knowing the right spots to hit if I have
4: to. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm also six inches taller than, than Kira. Um, I weigh her by quite a bit more. And, you know, it's it's a case of um, I've been in some sites before. I don't really mind them, Okay. And, yeah, all to the fun. Um, Senna and I are texting, and she's commenting that, you know, you're taller than her, boss. And
1: um, <laughs> well, I'm not tall
4: says, at all. So, that
2: must mean she's really short.
4: <laughs> yes. And Senna's commenting that she should always hit them in the groin first. I know, right? I tend to agree. Yeah. Most people, it doesn't matter, male or female, you nail them in the right spot in the groin, they're going to go down.
2: It hurts. And if you get them in the crotch with a taser,
3: oh,
5: they're
2: not oh, doing anything damn. for a while. Yeah. Don't think I wouldn't. I think. Don't think I wouldn't. I know. I would. I would.
5: Instant sterilization.
2: I don't give yeah, a shit. I fry everything. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, there is a possibility if someone attacks me, they'll kill me. I have every single right to defend myself in the matter of no, my choice. Argument. And if they don't make it out and I end up going to prison, I'm fine with that. I'll roll up in that prison. Here I am. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Do so I get pick a girlfriend oh. or are you guys picking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying because you so... know what? And here's the thing. If you're going to be punished for protecting yourself, you might as well go all out.
5: Well, I think if somebody's out to harm you and you're fighting back, you fight back to do damage, to do as much damage as humanly possible. There's
2: that poor woman in Florida who is in jail for firing a warning shot. And then she got a new trial and got more time than she originally did. Yeah, well, we always Florida right.
5: was messed up.
2: Yeah. You know what? If that had been me, I'd have shot him in the head. Because she's going to go to jail anyway. She might as well earn it. hmm And that's the kind of world women live in. It's a man's world. And it's a fucked up yep. world. So if some man's going to come at you, you make them regret it. You jerk their dick off.
5: I'm all for that. I'm
2: just saying. I'm just saying. Just just bring it. You know, so i a little girl, and I forget where she's at. She didn't want to get married, and her parents made her. She was like 12 or 12, 13 years old. Oh, yeah. And at the wedding celebration, she poisoned her husband and all of his friends, and they all died. Ah, oh, gee, I'm all upset. And so she's going to be executed by the state for mass murder or whatever. And I'm like, mm-hmm. they had that shit coming. They forced yep. her to marry a grown man. Whatever he got, he deserved.
5: Institutionalized rape.
2: I'd have have helped her get rid of the bodies. What?
4: Definitely.
2: You know, the world over, women are so Mm -hmm. oppressed and mistreated and subjugated and treated like sexual property. And it is so fucking offensive and you're right demon cat I wish she'd gotten her parents too I don't think she did I think that basically her parents sold her and she was given to this man in a ceremony and she got married and she was in his house and he was having a celebratory dinner I guess to celebrate his um, future child molestation I don't know and him and all his friends died because she poisoned them during the meal that they made her cook for them to celebrate her future rape I mean I don't know I don't know. But from my point of view, they had that shit coming. Here's the thing. In this country, Republicans repeatedly have, for the past several years, proposed law after law after law restricting a woman's rights. And they have yet to pass a single law to restrict a woman's right to buy a gun. I think they will come to regret that. Because there are only so many things you can take from us before we start taking back, and it's going to be ugly. You think burning the bras in the '60s was uncomfortable? Oh, honey, we're not going to burn our stuff this time. We're going to burn yours.
4: The the thing is, is and you know, this doesn't obviously this particular. uh, locked, uh, this radio doesn't go out to every, or to to just people in the, the U.S. But for those minions who are in the U.S. Vote, you know, it, vote. It, uh, it's obviously not as fast as as doing any type of um, permanent adjustment to people. But vote the fuckers out of office. Um, vote. It, it means that we Make don't your mom in, vote. In, Yes. There's
5: nothing more annoying than listening to somebody bitch about how things are and to find out that
1: they don't vote.
2: Yeah. It uh, makes you want to stab them, doesn't it? Oh. It makes you want to just stab them in the hand. just Not kill them, just make them hurt. <laughs> yeah. Don't be that, that asshole. You know. Don't be that yeah. asshole. You need to vote, vote these motherfuckers out of office because they have no business in our country. Oh. They have no business on our courts. They have no business making laws that serve themselves and do not serve us. Fuck them in the eye, in the ear, and get them out of office. Yeah. They, they have no business yeah. being in office. Make your mom vote. Make your grandma tell, vote. Get your grandma
4: registered to tell vote. Tell your family, tell your vote. friends. You know, tell your family, tell your friends. Talk to to people. Make them understand, you know, what the hell is going on. Because, you know, the your husband, Kira, had a problem with, with the, the whole thought of privilege and how it works, mine does too in a lot of ways because he doesn't see it. My dad, I mean, I know I posted this on Facebook. My dad doesn't see it, okay? Um, my mom does. I'm actually yeah. willing to bet if I asked my sister, she would. My niece would, okay? I kind of doubt my brother-in-law sees it. I, I highly the doubt thing. most men see it.
2: Here's the thing. We don't live in the land of the free. We live in the land of the free white man. That's where we live. Mm
5: -hmm. Sadly.
2: Sadly. And here's the thing, ladies. We're actually a majority in this country. And more than getting your sister and your mother to vote... Get your mother and your sister to vote for their own self-interest instead of voting the way their husband tells them to. I can't tell you how many women in my family vote their husband's opinions and not their own.
5: That was the best part about me and my husband. We canceled each other out.
2: Right? If women in this country voted for their own interests, We would live in an entirely different country. If the poor voted in their own self-interest, instead of believing that bullshit the Republican Party puts out about being the party of the people and being small government, they're none of that shit. They're none of it. They want to control you. They want to tell you who you Mm -hmm. can fuck and who you can marry, and how many kids you're supposed to have, and what you're supposed to do with your kids. They want to control every part of your life from the moment you get up to the moment you come and pass out. They want to control all of it.
1: And that's anybody, not freedom. I mean,
2: I, and that's not liberty.
4: No. I, I know I, I, I'm i willing that I'm not the only person who's read it among the minions, but who remembers the story The uh, The Handmaid's Tale or uh, A Handmaid's Tale?
2: Oh, God, what a nightmare, right? Oh, yes. That's the world we live in. All
1: right.
4: Yes, it, it's coming up. And here's the thing. When, when, when it comes to um, birth control and the whole screaming mess about it, birth control means that women get to pick and choose their own fertility. Okay? And one of the things that, that I think has, has definitely made the rabid right, and I don't care what you identify as, if you're that far right of of center, rabid, um, they're they're very upset that people aren't getting caught anymore. Women aren't getting caught anymore. If you're going to have sex outside of marriage, all right, you should get caught, shamed, and, and then punished. when you're shamed and, and punished, punished, and when when you are no longer um, a good woman, you are now available. Because unfortunately, that was that was the 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 the, uh, the progression of it in an era when your your virginity was your first and most saleable thing. Okay, and it was and a so, defense. Mhm. Yeah, uh, there's a number of people apparently who've read it and hated it and scares them, and, which would be Arlena, Azura, and Chris, respectively. The, the, the ability to control your own fertility meant that women were no longer dependent on men for that. Um, you no longer needed their protection. You could go out and have a good time and not have to worry about it. Okay, and that caused all sorts of problems, and unfortunately, the generation that grew up with the the advent of the pill and the change in women's status they are they're still around, they're still going um, thankfully they're dying, but
2: <laughs> thankfully <they're, laughs> right. There is are the thing: their
4: late 60s and 70s and 80s. They're dying. Thank you all. You know? Here's the
2: thing, but, and I said it on my Facebook yeah. earlier. Yes, there are some women who use birth control for medical reasons, and there are some who use it strictly for contraception, and some use it so they have a convenient period.
1: Because yep. mm-hmm. sometimes
2: periods are not convenient. Okay, they're never convenient. Nope. Okay. But here's the thing. It does not matter why a woman wants to have birth control, and nobody has the right to tell them they can't have it but their own doctor for medical reasons. You can't have this because it might kill you or give you a blood clot. You can't have this because you smoke. But politicians, business owners, here's the thing. I'm going to say it, and I said it in high school, and I still mean it. No man on this planet has the right to tell me what to do with my own vagina. It is none of your business, dude. It's not my husband's business. My vagina is mine. What goes into Mm -hmm. it, what comes out of it, that's my business. If I don't want to procreate, I'm not going to. Period. End of discussion. If I want this medication, that's for me and my doctor. It's not from me, my doctor, and my boss, or me, my doctor, and my congressman, or me, my doctor, and some preacher in Nebraska that I don't even fucking
4: know. Senna just commented, and taking just because a they want to get back up, no, Senator just so, commented, just because they want want to get back in the vagina doesn't mean they get to be all up in mine. Uh, <laughs> exactly.
1: And,
5: Yes, And I want to know what in the world happened to separation of religion and... Church and state? And, yeah, church and state, which they seem to run over all the time.
4: But it's getting thinner you, and thinner, isn't you, it? Yes. but There is, you, is no didn't separation. You, didn't you hear some of these people by saying when they say that the founding fathers were Christians and believed in God and... cookie. Bull, and bullshit yes, is yes, what yes, that is right yes, there. It is bullshit. It is, because Sorry, that was my mother Chris, coming through. Yes, yeah, yeah. the 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 nice guys who, who you know put forth the Constitution and the Declaration, they were, I think it, I I don't remember the actual term for it, but they were basically guys who God is there, He's wonderful, that's lovely, but we're not we're not you know Christians, we're not Catholics, we're not you know um, none well, of them they were Jews. Christians anyhow. Well, they weren't the ones that we recognize as the term under the term Christian. They they may have gone to church on Sunday, but for some of them, it was probably political. Okay. Um, Here's the thing:
2: there's no mention of God in the Constitution. No, and contrary so to popular belief, I'm serious. Republicans, I know you're not, probably not listening to this. Um, God had no no authorship in the Constitution. hmm
1: Serious. I am serious here. Out don't that it don't actually
5: wasn't in the pledge and that it was yeah. put in. And so when people asked it to was. have it taken in out, in like people were upset because they thought it started there.
1: Yeah.
4: That's like Robin a money Jones thing, the money thing. In, yeah. in God Jones we trust.
5: Oh, you're right, the money Yeah.
4: Yeah, and also Senna points out that the founding fathers, most of them were Freemasons who generally believed in science. And she's right, they were, Okay. Um, the and God we trust, which uh, Chris is pointing out, was added to the money. If I yeah, fifty. Uh, she says 1956. And it yeah, was yeah, it was during the, the Red
2: Scare. It
4: was it was during yeah. the Red
2: Scare. It was um, the, it was propaganda. God,
4: it
1: was
4: yeah, yeah. It's one um, nation the, the, under God. Under God, yeah. indivisible. With, yeah, it's it's one nation. It was it used to be one nation indivisible with you know, liberty and justice for all. The under God thing was added. When we were going absolutely spastic over communism, because communists right. were godless, whatevers, and you know, we're go- we're going to show them, you know, we're going to show them up by putting this in here. You know, it's it's um, religion is the great panacea for the unwashed masses to keep them to keep them quiet, to keep them contained, to, to allow a very small percent of people to rule over them as the benevolent, you know, um, masters of, of the people. It's and control. It's control. It is it control. Is very now, unfortunately, they're not being quiet. I'm just saying.
1: They're not being quiet.
4: And that's the thing that is, is causing so many waves, because the the benevolent master's routine it it didn't work in um, it didn't work with you know with, with the dark ages and the pope and all the scandals on that it didn't work with this various state religions it's not working now and you Why know can't the, they the, follow the, that
5: bit of religion where the meek shell and air at the earth and go back to being meek <laughs>
4: Yeah. Right. The problem is, is <laughs> the problem is they cherry pick it, and the, God, the, yes. the the Bible that they use, the King James version of the Bible, was, and Kira, you had a very legit point with it. The Bible that that most people read in the U.S. nowadays, King James, was put together from a multiple of sources, none of which were the original Aramaic texts, they were Latin, Greek, French, German, I think there was an old Amer- uh, um, English Bible back in there, but it was all done by committee and it was approved by King James. I'm sorry. Oh. I don't know I any, a- any, any document that's going to get through that without having a problem. And we have- I have a terrible joke to
2: share and we're down to two minutes. <laughs> this is probably the last thing we'll do. We're down to two minutes. Okay, here's my terrible, terrible no good bad joke. Okay. A new priest goes to the Vatican, and he's tasked with translating the Holy Bible. And he goes Mm -hmm. down, and he takes his table, and he's doing his thing. And he's down there for months and months and months, and they kind of forget he's down there, right? He's doing his thing. All of a sudden, they hear him screaming, screaming, screaming. He comes running into the room, and he said, It was celebrate, you bastards, not celibate!
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes, celebrate the Word of God, not you know, be, be celebrated before God. Because, hey, you know, the the Russian Orthodox Church, if I'm remembering correctly, can get married, okay? And so right, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. They were the Catholic Church up until Constantinople, and I don't remember his name. But, you know, they, they, they split off to form their own, you know, version of the Catholic Church, and then... Frankly, the Catholic Church in Rome lost its collective marbles. Well, before I know, right?
5: Of, I just want to say thank you very much for letting me hang out with you guys because this has been a lot of fun.
2: Oh, oh it you're welcome. Is. Yeah, we're, yeah we're, thank you. We're down to a minute. I'm, I still don't know what I'm going to put on the summary of this. I'm just going to put General Fuckery in the summary because I have no idea what to call it. I'll just make a list of I shit think that worked about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. General so, Fuckery, you guys to
4: worked well with this, though.
2: Have a good evening. Have a good, safe weekend. Yep. Don't shoot anybody. If you do need help hiding a body, let us know. Yeah, um, we'll, we'll get a
4: uh, we'll get a, a, a policy together.
2: <laughs> we'll figure something out. You guys have a great mm-hmm. evening.
4: Bye. Bye.
1: Shut up and sit down.
0: 500 vehicles to sell, 500 ways to save. One month only at Bill Penny Toyota during Mega Memorial Month, now through May 31st. That means mega deals on your favorite Toyota models from Alabama's number one volume Toyota dealer. And don't forget, every new vehicle comes with our 10-year unlimited warranty. Plus, enjoy the rest of our awesome penny perks. Visit BillPennyToyota.com during Mega Memorial Month. Number one based on 2018 total new Toyota retail sales in Alabama for Southeast Toyota distributors. Warranty valid through 10th year of ownership on new vehicles only. See dealer for details. 500 vehicles to sell, 500 ways to save. One month only at Build Penny Toyota during Mega Memorial Month, now through May 31st. That means mega deals on your favorite Toyota models from Alabama's number one volume Toyota dealer. And don't forget, every new vehicle comes with our 10-year unlimited warranty. Plus, enjoy the rest of our awesome penny perks. Visit BuildPennyToyota.com during Mega Memorial Month. Number one based on 2018 total new Toyota retail sales in Alabama for Southeast Toyota distributors. Warranty valid through 10 year ownership on new vehicles only. See dealer for details.